Good afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I am the host of a pen and a napkin podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Today is book club number 13. We are going to highlight uh, a very, very good book that I'm guessing quite a few people have read, but nonetheless, we're going to go over it here. Attitude by Jay Wright, two-time national champion, head coach at Villanova University. Uh, I've been really lucky. Uh, I've been able to see Villanova play uh, on more than one occasion here in Omaha when they've played at Creighton. And one of the things that I was really impressed with and I really noticed was the way Villanova warms up. A lot of teams just kind of go out, they go do two-line layups, and they just kind of go through the motions. Uh, it is no mistake that Villanova takes every rep for what it is, and they realize that every rep is an opportunity to get better. I don't know if I have seen a Division One team that warms up stronger, better, more focused than I've ever seen Villanova warm up before a game. And if there's anything you can take from this podcast, it is that. I was completely impressed with just their their mental uh, sharpness, and because of their mental sharpness, their reps were outstanding in their pregame warm-up. And not not just once. I've seen Villanova play, I think, three times. Every time, it's the same thing. Different teams every single time, all right? Uh, in this book, there's a lot of really good things written by Jay right here. And, of course, everybody wants to know the secret of being a national champion coach, two-time national champion coach, uh, as a matter of fact. Uh and here's some things that Jay Wright talks about when it comes to attitude. Uh, everyone's role is different, but their status is the same, uh, which I think is a huge thing as a coach as you're looking at your team. You've got 12, 13, 14 different players on your team. Every one of those 14 people have a different role, but their status is all the same. You treat everybody the exact same, from the best player to the worst player on your roster. All right. Uh, he talks about not being a stiff-necked person. Uh, he says when you have a stiff neck, you kind of you're kind of stuck, fixated in one direction. When we allow ourselves to move that neck and look around a bit, we can see the larger picture. And I think that's uh, a really great way to look at life. Uh, find a role for everybody within your program. Everybody's important. Everybody needs to have a role. Your program should be a family. Um, and families are going to fight. Families are going to bicker. Uh, but ultimately, families love one another. Uh, there was a point, and people often forget this, where Jay Wright was struggling at Villanova with wins and losses. He was under 500 at least one year and maybe two. Uh, and there were talks that he was on the hot seat. And finally got to the point where he said, you know what? If we're going to go down, we're going to go down our way. Uh, he said, I don't want to be out of coaching looking back and thinking, I wish I had done it my way. And I think that's the way that all of us have to look at it in the coaching community. There's always going to be pressure. There's always going to be people that are looking to judge you or make decisions about you. You have to follow your gut and know that you did things the best way that you knew how to do them. And don't try to please anybody else but yourself. Uh, the real progress comes when no one is watching. You know, the stuff that you do uh, when, you know, with the players, when they're in the gym and they're working by themselves, when your coaches, when you're up in the office and you're watching extra film to get your team ready or to sharpen your own ideas or you're reading that extra book or you're listening to that podcast, that is when the real progress is done. All right. Uh, there is a sunrise after every sunset. Uh, eventually you'll see the lesson you've learned from disappointments. And I think sometimes we sit there in life and we go, gosh, why us? Why me? Why now? Well, 
with every sunset, there's another sunrise and that sun keeps coming up. And we have to have the attitude that there's a reason why everything happens and that we have to learn from it. Okay. Uh, play with joy, live life with joy. Um, I know I've been there where I have lacked joy in my life in, in, in my, uh, in my professional career, there was a stretch where I lacked joy and, uh, I needed to find that joy once again. And, and when you have joy in your life, it, it makes it so much better, right? Uh, Jay Wright continues here. He, he says, it's all about uh, values, core values that reflect what matters the most to your organization or to your program. Uh, you can say values. You can say standards. They're both kind of the same thing, uh, a little bit different. Uh, but but what do you value? What are the things that you want part of it that are non-negotiable that, that is, again, is going to be what you are going to make other people accept and embrace about your program, all right? Uh, he talks about, you know, feeling good about yourself, about your own self-esteem. You need to walk around with a great attitude. You can control your attitude. Every day you can control your effort. Every day you can control your attitude. And Jay Wright talks about controlling your attitude and and, and bringing that positive energy at all times. Um, that's the only, you know, nobody can control that. Only you can control your attitude and only you can control your effort, all right? Uh, what you do speaks loudly. And I think that's really, really apparent in, in life. You know, you're, you know, the, the, the old saying, actions speak louder than words. And, and that's very, very true. And we're all guilty. All of us are guilty of having certain actions that are not really us, um, that are not uh, who we are as a core person, but in the heat of the moment or in the heat of a situation, we make a mistake or we, you know, we do things that we that, that don't really represent who we are. Nonetheless, we need to be cognizant of that. You know, uh, he, you know, right talks about the attitude, and I know some of you have heard this story before. I'm just going to go ahead and read it uh, as it's written in the book. Um, a grandfather is teaching his grandson about human nature, and he says that within every human heart there lies two wolves. Those two wolves are fighting it out each day in every decision we make. One wolf says, make sure you get yours. Take the shortcut, the pain-free route, and get as much pleasure out of life as you can. The other wolf is in there fighting, saying, do the right thing, even if it costs you the time and money. Make the sacrifice for someone else. It might be more difficult, but life can be more meaningful and fulfilling. Do you want to be unpopular knowing it will take a positive difference make a positive difference in the long run the grandson thinks for a second and asks then which wolf wins and the grandfather replies the one that we feed and i know that's a that's a popular story that other people have heard that and uh you know you have to p feed that positive wolf the one that's willing to to do the hard work uh to make the sacrifices the stuff that's more difficult ultimately that is uh you know, you have to, and I've used this phrase before on the pod, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and know that you did things the right way, okay? Uh, you need to never underestimate the importance of finding the right people and the right feeling from people whose values mess with yours, mesh with yours. Um, you have to have the right people on your staff. Uh, you know, I was really lucky in my head coaching career Pretty much every coach that coached with me, we were on the same wave, same wavelength as far as values about how we value the game, the importance of the game, how the, the effort we were going to put into it, how much hard work we were going to put into it, uh, what we deemed acceptable for ourselves, for our players, uh, everything that we did there. So uh, be sure to do 
to think about that, coaches, especially young coaches, is you're assembling your staff. Run your own race. And this is something that I've used uh, often. I've, I've used it with my own children. Uh, they, you know, they'll get frustrated, as most teenagers do, about, well, you know, this person has this, or I'm not getting this right now. Well, why can't I be here? Hey, you know what? Run your own race. Run your own race. You've got to do what's good for you and what's best for you. And that's easy for me to say as a middle-aged man, uh, but that is definitely so true in life that you cannot compare yourself to others. You have to run your own race. And whenever you're destined to get the the, the rewards that you justly deserve, then that'll happen. You know, so you uh, you have to you have to continue to run it. But you can't you can't you can't you can't win the race. If you're not running it, you can't win the race if you're not running it. So stay in the race. Um, appreciate your opponent. They are trying to do the same thing that you are trying to do, which is to win. Um, you know, one of our former football coaches at our at our school. Uh, you know, people were complaining about you know this and that and the other thing. He you know, and and he was an assistant coach. It wasn't our head coach. He said, "Hey, the other guy's trying to win too." The other guy's watching film. The other guy is is trying to break down our offenses and defenses, and that's very true. You look across uh, the gym or you look down the, the sideline at the, the person that you're coaching against or the staff that you're coaching against or the players that you're coaching against, you have to respect them. Uh, you have to appreciate them. They are in it for the same reasons that you are, and they are trying to win as well, all right? Uh, culture, of course, the buzzword culture, and we've talked a lot about that, especially in interview pods. Culture is how you live together as a unit. Any leader has an opportunity to set a tone for how the group or organization lives by being positive, energetic, and invested in those around him. Now, I think part of that is a two-way street. I think your players and your staff have to be uh, open-minded and willing to uh, listen to your message, uh, to give your message an opportunity to, to grow and and to, to bloom, but, but it is the leader's responsibilities to set the culture of what is going on, right? He also talks about his team, and there's three things we got left here. Listen to your team. Offering instructions for improvements is necessary, of course, but it never hurts to solicit input from your team. Try asking your team or employees what they think of uh, the group could be doing better and also where it excels. Uh, those conversations are often illuminating. I know that's one thing I spend a lot of time, hey, you know, Alex, what do you think of, what do you think of this? Or, uh, you know, uh, Laura, hey, you know, what do you think? Or did you like that drill we did in practice yesterday? Is there something different we can do with it? You know, how long should we go today? How's everybody's legs doing? Uh, what's our mojo? How are we feeling? You know, constantly asking my players, you know, what they were feeling about things and and trying to get their input. And sometimes it was, you know, there were non-negotiables. They were like, well, I don't think we should practice today. Well, we're going to practice today. You know, the, things like that because kids are going to be kids. But uh, you need to constantly be talking to your team and try to gain their input on things, right? Um, he talks about establishing a big goal and then focusing on the little ones. So for most of us that, that are part of this podcast, it's winning a championship, whether it's a national championship or a state championship. Uh, but then you've got to set a bunch of little goals to reach that big goal. Uh, Wright goes on to say, it's necessary to set goals for the future, but once you set them, the only way to reach them is by focusing on what's in front of you. Stress the importance of each step as it comes. A brighter tomorrow is achieved through the toil of today. Um, you got to take care of the little steps. You're not going to get to the top of the stairway in one huge leap. You've got to take little steps along the way. The ultimate goal is to get to the, 
to the stop, uh, the get to the top of that staircase. But that's going to happen only step by step by step above uh, on the way. All right. The last thing here is don't be afraid to err. Admitting a mistake isn't a sign of weakness. Errors are a universal fact of life. We all make them. Your acceptance of that reality strengthens trust and deepens the bond you share with those in your working relationships. You know, just the other night, Coach Fritchie talked about he is more than open about, hey, girls, I screwed up on the scout. I put you in a bad situation. Uh, I should have called something different here defensively. All of those things. I think that's so vitally important to mis- to to admit your mistakes, even in the middle of the game. You know, uh, you you call out a press, let's say, and the other team splits it and scores. And next day you, you turn to your bench. Hey, you know what? That's on me. I, I put us in a bad situation. I shouldn't have put us in that press. Whatever it may be, okay? Uh, the more you communicate that, the better off your communication, your culture, everything is going to be. The better off your attitude is going to be, as Jay Wright says. So, great book, Attitude by Jay Wright. A lot of stories about how Villanova won a national championship. Uh, and, and then after the book was written, they won another one. Uh, one of the more dominant teams that we've had in modern college basketball. Just a really, really terrific team. Like I said, I got a chance to see that particular team play uh, live. And, and oh my goodness, they they were really, really, really good. I was so impressed with that basketball team and their attitude and the way that they played their game. Uh, follow us on Twitter, a pen and a napkin. If you got any questions or comments, email us at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. Of course, if you're listening, you're on SoundCloud or iTunes, uh, download rate review, uh, forward this stuff out again. It's all about helping coaches get better and make, making coaches, uh, you know, giving them the, the opportunity to learn from not only myself, but anybody else that might want to chime into the conversation here. So, uh, attitude by Jay Wright. Uh, terrific read. I encourage everybody to go out and pick it up. Coaches, as always, continue to hone your craft one day at a time.